Chapter 8, Part 4 of Guide to the Study of the Christian Religion. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox, L I B R I V O X, dot O R G. Recording by Elsa Gallo. Guide to the Study of Christian Religion, edited by Gerald Bernie Smith chapter eight part four the development of modern christianity three the philosophical movement modern christianity owes some of its most characteristic principles to the reflection of modern philosophers while all of its principles have been elucidated and strengthened by them the relation between theology and philosophy has always been very intimate and their influence upon each other very marked but never more so than in modern times the problems of modern philosophy modern philosophy has been concerned with two major inquiries what is the nature of ultimate reality and what are the origin nature and limits of human knowledge both of these inquiries have direct religious bearings the problem of knowledge philosophers had not gone far in their inquiry into the nature of ultimate reality before they discovered that all their inquiry depended upon the solution of a previous question as to the nature and validity of their knowledge hence modern philosophy was resolved into an inquiry into the origin and nature of human knowledge from a study of the objective world modern philosophy turned to a study of the subjective or inner world in this realm are to be found its great discoveries and here also lie its decisive contributions to modern religious thought in order to understand the origin and nature of the influence of modern philosophy upon theology the student should take up the history of philosophy which falls into two general stages of development separated by the work of immanuel kant seventeen twenty four to eighteen o four the first stage may be designated as the period of rationalism and the second as the period of idealism the rationalistic movement the modern rationalistic movement began with the humanists they made use of reason in free philosophical and theological speculations and in literary criticism their influence was felt in socianism and arminianism in anglicanism and latitudinarianism but more notably in deism which found in reason the ultimate source of religious truth the sole and sufficient guide in religious faith and moral conduct rationalism was more or less in vogue as a principle or tendency in religious and other forms of thought for more than a century before it was formulated into a system of philosophy by rené descartes fifteen ninety six to sixteen fifty as a philosophy rationalism affirmed that reason is a source of knowledge in itself superior to and independent of sense perceptions the atmosphere of every realm of thought during the seventeenth and eighteenth centuries was charged with the rationalistic conception of innate ideas in the political sphere it took the form of the theory of natural law or natural right and led straight to the concept of popular sovereignty or democracy in the sphere of morality it took the form of the idea of natural morality or the light of nature in the religious sphere 
it was spoken of as the principle of natural religion or of the religion of reason the fundamental assumption of rationalism was that man by his own individual powers of thought unaided from without either by divine revelation or human experience could arrive at every essential truth of religion and every principle of moral or political action man was sovereign and reason was supreme influence of rationalism on religious thinking the problem which rationalism raised in religion was mainly that of authority and the contribution which it made to religious thought was the conception of an inner personal trustworthy authority in religious faith and conduct the reason the issue was drawn between reason and revelation rationalism and supernaturalism the entire question was fought out as far as rationalism could carry it in the deistical controversy in england the conflict issued in a complete victory for rationalism as far as the recognition of the authority of reason was concerned no one dared to oppose the dictates of reason rationalists and supernaturalists believers and unbelievers alike appealed to the authority and arbitrament of reason the outcome on the side of religion was the creation of a rational orthodoxy so called which attempted to prove all the elements of traditional christianity derived from supernatural revelation to be in harmony with reason the teaching of this school has constituted the theology of orthodox protestantism from the seventeenth century to the present time the philosophical criticism of rationalism rationalism however did not prove a final resting place for philosophic thought and consequently the orthodox theology based upon it soon found itself without a valid foundation its limitations were pointed out by john locke sixteen thirty two to seventeen o four and david hume seventeen eleven to seventy six while immanuel kant seventeen twenty four to eighteen o four fused elements of both rationalism and sensationalism with new elements of his own into a new theory of knowledge which took the place of rationalism while the latter proved inadequate as a theory of knowledge yet it made a permanent contribution both to philosophical and to religious thought by calling attention to the originative power of the mind and the subjective element in knowledge kant new student of philosophy in its relation to modern religious thought can omit a thorough study of kant both in his own writings and in such general expositions of his religious philosophy as appear in works by mcgifford flyderer moore and others mentioned in the references to literature given at the end of this section kant was first of all a philosopher but he became one of the principal fountains from which the mainstream of modern theology has flowed the student is chiefly concerned with kant's solution of the problem of knowledge it was this problem which kant inherited from the older rationalism and which he answered approximately as all philosophers since his day have answered it it was the problem not only of the nature and origin of knowledge but of the nature and origin of religious knowledge in particular and of the relation between religious and all other kinds of knowledge after kant there were two men who stood out from all others as epoch-making contributors to modern religious thought schleiermacher and rischel 
there were many other first-rank thinkers who made greater or lesser contributions but these men united in themselves as no others did the prevailing philosophical tendencies and turned them to account in religious thought schleiermacher in a study of schleiermacher seventeen sixty eight to eighteen thirty four the student should take into account the very diverse influences which shaped his education and thought his early moravian schooling the friendship and writings of the romanticists the pantheistic philosophy of spinoza the critical philosophy of kant and the faith philosophy of haman and jacobi from all these sources he drew something but the combination and use he made of them were his own his supreme interest was in religion not in philosophy in an age which was inclined to hold religion in contempt and to array scientific knowledge and philosophical reflection against it he sought a defense for it to this end he prepared the epoch-making redden for the culture despisers of religion and so defined religion as to give it an independent basis in the nature of man this was his great contribution a new definition a new conception of what religion was it was not something secondary derivative subject to the fluctuations or even the opposition of science and philosophy but it was native to the human soul both independent of and before either science or philosophy he identified religion with the original endowments of human nature and integrated it with the whole of life it was a fact like any other scientific fact a personal experience of the soul thus he reconciled the conflict between faith and knowledge between science and religion between the secular and the sacred and sought to prepare a way in which christianity and the highest culture might walk together in harmony but he also prepared the way for the modern grounding of religion in experience and for the study of it as a scientific phenomenon Rischel, Rischel, eighteen twenty two to eighty nine dealt with the same problem of the relation between faith and knowledge between science and religion that kant and schleiermacher had faced he was governed by the same motive of reconciling them and followed in general the same method of reconciliation his solution of the problem consisted in a new definition of religion on the basis of kant's and schleiermacher's contributions he combined with them however related suggestions from herbart and lodzi with Rischel, the philosophy of religion which has steadily developed from kant and the faith philosophers threw schleiermacher in the direction of a subjective independent basis for religion and of a sharp distinction between religious and scientific knowledge has come to its final expression in a conception of religion as a valued judgment out of this conception have grown the latest developments in the field of religious philosophy this kant schleiermacher richtlian conception has been the most common defense of religion against science and the ground of their separation and freedom end of chapter eight part four recording by elsa gallo for batelion tampa florida part four the development of modern christianity